0: Give a little time for the child within you, don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. How you doing, Jordan? I'm doing great, Jesse. You're not wilting? No, I'm not wilting. Uh,
2: I got myself a nice case of Laquaz. Uh-huh. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's like a sparkling water with a little flavor in it. Is that like a French sparkling water? It is. Um, I usually get a pumple mousse lacroix mm-hmm. but I decided to go with coconut this time. What's a Uh I think pamplemousse is French for grapefruit. Oh.
1: So it's a sparkling grapefruit?
2: Uh, yeah. It sounds great. It was delicious. I'm trying to use this uh, heat wave we're having to try some new beverages. French ones? Mm-hmm. And you know just in general like European beverages.
1: Can I ask you a question and I, I don't want this to come off wrong?
2: Please don't. Make it come off wrong. You can ask the question, but make it come off right is what I'm saying.
1: Why are you only drinking asshole beverages?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I've just started to like hate freedom, you know? Right? It's just like it just it bothers me. Everybody's walking around, "No, my dreams. I right. want to achieve them." You can I have want freedom. to be
1: Horatio Allen. Sure. Upwardly mobile. I'm going to start in
2: one social class and move up to another one. You okay. know, I've just... had a
1: lot of problems lately with um, wanting the government to get into my business.
2: You want the minute more? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I hear you. That's why That's why I'm starting by drinking French sodas. Right. And then I think I can move on to them, you know, willy-nilly. You know, just kind of messing with my health care and telling me when I need to take a siesta. Right. Sure. Assigning me a mistress. I am really... Actually, I'm kind of looking forward to that. The uh, mistress assignation? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm especially looking forward to that.
1: An assignation with an assigned (laughs) mistress. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The the assignation of a mistress for assignation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: They really put the ass in assignation. <laughs> the French government.
1: <laughs> oh, let, let's introduce our guests on the program who have been so politely waiting while we did. I don't even know what the. Pre- I'm not sure what the premise of that bit that we just did
2: was. <laughs> the premise was I have started drinking French
1: sparkling water. Because <laughs> you want to be more. Because of an I have asshole. started to hate America. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. On the left, we have a beloved stand-up comedian, uh, one of the originators of the marijuana logs. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They just started Frenching. (laughs) Frenching. 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 (laughs) Uh, Mr. Tony Kameen. I have a soda you guys would enjoy. Hi, guys. Thanks for having us. It's great to have you. And Frenching with Tony Kameen. Only a moment ago, she is a beloved comedy writer. Uh, most recently on the television programs, uh, number one, uh, Community, <laughs> the, the late and lamented community. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, a Review with Mr. Andrew Daly, uh, whose named, character's name, Forrest McNeil. <laughs> number three, Kroll Show with Kroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, uh, for many years she was associated with the satirical newspaper The Onion, uh, based in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh and it's television program The Onion Show. <laughs> <laughs> Carol, or, or
3: something close to <laughs> that Yeah, <whatever.
1: laughs> Carol Carol Cole. It's a pleasure Hello, to have you here. Thank Carol.
3: you for having me.
2: Uh, I think that's the first is that the first Frenching that's ever gone on
1: in this
4: booth, Jesse?
3: Oh, it can't be.
4: <laughs> Maybe on air.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it seems like they would turn off the mics before they frenched for Right. Have you and I ever Frenched in this booth? No.
2: Hey, you hey, come
4: frenched on in this booth. We only French in tents. With all this pumplemoose talk, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah,
2: I did do that with the express purpose of making everyone horny.
4: And yeah, this is a good booth to be horny in. Wee. Oui, oui, oui. yeah. Hey, come back and see my podcast booth. Uh, that's a good line.
2: That's, that's a great line. I
4: mean, if you're a if
2: you're a modern woman who wants her clout score to go up, the line "Will you come see my podcast booth?" should.
1: You know what? A lot of people complained about acoustic reflection issues when I put in the mirrored ceiling. But I knew that it would pay off. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that it would pay off, and it has.
3: Yeah, and in fact, if you guys could leave after we're done and maybe... Or or not just, even after we're done. Yeah, yeah, or, or stand just outside that little window.
4: Yeah, the viewing windows.
3: Oh, great.
4: And if you could turn the gain up a lot during it.
1: Yeah, just <laughs> turn up that
4: gain. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> these Tama boards, they got weak gain.
1: I um, I am wilting, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I got no gas in the tank on account of the 100-plus degree temperatures. I hear it's snowing in Chicago. Here in Los Angeles, it's 103 degrees. You thought about maybe trying a new beverage, taking this as a <laughs> as kind of a... Are you like a
2: guerrilla
4: marketer? Hey, I just no, had this great didn't. French I am, beverage. Yeah, I am getting $80 from LaCroix. <laughs> just Are to bring aware? it up in casual conversation. Mm-hmm. Are you
3: t- aware that uh, comedian Joe Mandy has some sort of beef with, with LaCroix? I
4: did see his LaCroix beef. I yeah, didn't yeah. quite understand I it. I don't.
3: If, eat- if there's every
4: summer to have a beef with LaCroix, it would be Joe Mandy. Yeah. Because um, he's a real American. <laughs> yeah, he's a real. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the beef?
3: I don't I don't know what I think. Or he, a buff,
4: if you <laughs> will. <were.
1: laughs> I think he
3: named himself the 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 unofficial. Uh, I, I think he named himself like the unofficial promoter of the sparkling beverage. But then maybe they like refused his promotion or, or
4: refused to air space for him or yeah, some kind. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. I
2: think I'm I think sure. that just went down because we have a deal, LaCroix and I. Oh, so, wow.
1: so you represent LaCroix now.
4: Yeah, uh, again, unofficially. But are you just grapefruit or do you have all the, you know, citrus? Oh, all the citrus? Flavors. Yeah, oh, all the lock flavors. On I mean, all all, the...
2: I just had my first uh, coconut today
4: and mm-hmm. I got the case.
3: I've tried that. Very good.
2: Pretty tasty, huh? Yeah. It's like a tropical getaway.
1: Do you feel like you're slumming it, though, when you're consuming a European imported sparkling water beverage out of a can?
4: Uh, you know
3: That's what? That's a good one, Jesse. I don't believe it is imported. is it? Is it? I don't think it's a French product, is it?
4: That's
2: a good. Yeah, I don't know if the French. They just gave it a French name to, you know,
4: make it more like Lacrosse, yeah, Wisconsin because... isn't in France,
2: right? I, it could Paris, be... Texas, not in Paris, not in, not in.
1: I I wanted something that was produced in the occupied territories, so I went with a Soda
4: Stream. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Puerto Rican uh, <laughs> <laughs> product, Soda Stream? The Anwar provinces. <laughs>
1: Where do you get a Soda Stream? <laughs> Um, Jordan, that is a serious question, though.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, well, I'd put it in a glass with
1: some ice. Ooh la la. What's that?
2: Uh, like a glass is like, um, well, you know, I guess it wasn't a glass, it was a plastic tumbler. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I deceived you
1: all. You put it in a red Dixie cup. I put it in, yeah. You just put it in, you, and then you point it, you took a picture of yourself pointing to it. Put it up Facebook, <laughs> and then I got in I trouble with my job.
4: R.A. <laughs> hey, cue that Toby Key song about the red cup. <laughs> red solo cup
2: um yeah so I, I yeah i put it in i have a red plastic tumbler
1: I put it in there with some ice refreshing beverage how do you guys feel about this situation the two of you moved not that long not all that long ago from the what the east coast mm-hmm. new york city mm-hmm. um how do you feel about the fact that you uh you have come here to a place where it's 103 degrees in may
3: you know, New York was horrible, too. New York, would, <laughs> I mean, it would get so humid during the summer and it would and it would stink. You know, at least here, you don't. It's not like piles of garbage and rats. Why and, and that do they smell.
1: pile their garbage in New York? Is there an ex because of all the things that Bloomberg worked on during the 25 years he was president of New York? Why did he not address the issue of garbage being in piles?
3: Well, I th- I mean, isn't it the mob? Like isn't isn't I mean, uh, a <laughs> uh, legitimate
4: businessman. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's their thing. Yeah. Who else it's is going to sh- take sh- it? Sh- shipping. I,
3: mean, I don't think concern. they can mess with the way that garbage is dealt with because
4: Well, he should have just outlawed garbage. I mean, that would have been oh. Hey, oh, wait a minute. I could I could have garbage but I can't have a big soda? Is that
3: uh... Yeah.
1: That's what a New Yorker would say. Hey, I'm, gonna, I'm folding my slice over
4: here. Global warming it's snowing, for Christ's
1: sakes. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, yeah, Bloom, that's a good point, because Bloomberg is, you know, apparently a, was a pretty green mayor, he, yeah. you know, he, overall.
1: He had never been mayor before. <laughs> he <wasn't there. laughs> He'd just
4: been mayor of Bloomberg Enterprises. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, he was pre-did a lot of good things but uh, it definitely smells I don't think you can do anything about the urine smell like I'm gonna repeal the right. urine smell the urine <laughs> is, it's
1: like renting a cat apartment yeah like the urine is just in there
4: and then you just you put that spongy wet dampness in the summer uh, so yeah, the, you know. there,
3: there are certain streets in the village that you like the East Village that you just have to avoid because for some reason they just smell so bad. You and get one of those swimming. But they have the best
4: clubs. punk rock clubs those mm-hmm. streets. Yeah. You know? It's
1: a
3: really
4: good point, Tony. Yeah, thanks.
1: You know, I feel like if I if the bathroom is too clean, I don't feel like I've gone to a cool enough rock club. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys? Oh, there's no shit smeared on anything. Sell out. I love talking about bathrooms and clubs oh, being yeah. gross. <laughs> yeah.
4: Anyway, cocaine. Snort. Whoa! I didn't know it was that kind of party. Oh
2: yeah, you can. Yeah, feel free to do some blow, but you have to say okay. snort so the audience. knows. By the
0: way,
4: you, Jesse, you look great for someone who's like sweltering in heat. You look like, ah, oh, we're gonna just you're lift very, off the yacht any you're day. Like a you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, thank you guys. That's very kind of you. I, I today is my first day that I downgraded from shorts. When I wear shorts, I have a lot of shorts for a guy that hates shorts. But uh I wear shorts. I view it as, as a concession. I, like a full concession, like mm-hmm. as, it, I see it as being a sign that I have released my dignity, <laughs> <laughs> like a dove at a wedding. Mm-hmm. You know what
4: I mean? And it's flying away. How do we come back with that, Jordan?
2: Uh, oh yeah, nice to get a little breeze on your. Balls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice to get. A little I breeze was on thinking
4: your balls. when we were coming, like I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Jesse dressed down. You know, uh, and I wonder how he's handling the
1: heat. Right.
3: Th- he, he's not wearing socks. I see that. Yeah, so that's probably- I'm wearing
1: socklets.
3: Oh, you are wearing socklets.
4: I'm wearing no um. sh- uh, no seums. Okay. By the same people who bring you this French water. Yeah, no seams.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're actually <laughs> coconut
4: socklets, <laughs> which is the first time I've tried it. It's very refreshing. Oh, Mandy's have it had it for months.
1: Do you know about Do you know about uh, terry cloth insoles for your shoes? What.
4: Tell us about those.
1: Yeah, that sure, sounds interesting. Great.
4: No. It sounds absorbent.
1: It's a shoe for it's a shoe insole <laughs> that's made out of a towel. I don't know how they do this to
3: sop up your foot. Sweat? To sop
1: up your foot, and you can toss toss it in the wash. Oh wow! So you don't. So you got your vans or what have you? In your case, so you Jordan? You got some vans on. Mm-hmm. You got no seams under there. I don't.
4: Uh, I'm just pure barefoot.
1: Yeah. So what the problem is is you're not going to get a lot of breathing down in the bottom. That's true. And you're
4: going to get a lot of bacteria. Yeah, yeah you're going to get yeah. bacteria
1: going to have to deal with athlete's foot. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a John Madden situation.
4: <laughs> I do like to put a little uh,
2: gold bond in there.
3: Oh, you put a little gold yeah, bond? Yeah, throw maybe a little you gold too? bond in there. You too. Mm-hmm. Does that, uh, repeatedly, like every day? Uh, or maybe, is it like, once? maybe
2: once or twice a week. Yeah. Do you have oh, a problem with buildup? Yeah, I definitely have a little problem with buildup.
1: So what do you do? You get in there with a toothbrush? Scrape
2: it out? Yeah, I mean, you know, just have, a, have the cat lick it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's you
1: medicated, it, It's a treat.
3: It's medicated. <laughs> no, it's she enjoys it. that's, well,
4: that's why Gold Bond comes in liver. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Trick the old kitty.
3: It's the overuse of these these medicated um, powders is the reason why you can't, you know, like like people are becoming resistant to regular powders. So you're yeah.
1: suggesting that Gold Bond medicated powder, the medication in it is penicillin? Well,
3: they're, <laughs> yeah, they're over-medicating us.
4: <laughs> Oh, we're all getting old, huh? In our 20s, mm-hmm. we're like, hey, what do you use for your foot thing? <laughs> We've all got a foot they, they thing, right? They, hey, they got these uh, terry claw things. <laughs> hey, Spider, where you going? That's my idea of a punk rock guy's name still oh, is like Spider. Yes, yeah, sure. yeah. With. They have real edgy pun- uh, names, yeah. these punkers. You know, I punkers. love this.
1: I love this bathroom. It's really dirty. <laughs> it's
4: really. It feels what, right at home. What do you do for your
1: goiters?
2: <laughs> I knew a guy named Spider uh, when I back. Uh, I used to do press junkets and red carpets and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And the guy who did all of the that stuff for Fearnet, which is, I guess, is like a deep cable network for horror movies.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's owned by Mark Cuban.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, it probably is. Um, his name was Spider, and he was in the band Power Man Five Thousand. Oh, really? And the brother of Rob Zombie.
3: Oh, wow! They so, were actually
2: a pretty fun band. Power. I don't, I don't remember anything other than that they were named Power Man Five Thousand.
1: Uh, you know, I used to do junkets, mm-hmm. and there was a guy who worked for Soapnet, <laughs> which is a soap opera network, and he. Was named MC 3000 foot Jesus.
4: What was that? <laughs> Wait a minute, the rapper? My head's in a box. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, MC 900 foot Jesus. 900 yeah. foot Jesus. Yeah. You yeah. see,
1: if I had been able to, with conviction, say right. MC 900 foot Jesus, it could have landed. <laughs>
4: Let's your master of ceremonies, nine hundred foot Jesus. That's what that stands for, right? You got it. And F
1: T in yeah. the name stands for foot. We've right. pronounced it just to make things easier right. for you. Right. For those of you listening at home. That's How do two of you guys like Los Angeles generally? You're a you're a married couple of uh comedy professionals.
4: Well, I'm a returning. I'm returning to Los Angeles. In mm-hmm. fact, I met Carol my first night in New York City. Isn't really? Hey. Yes. Sweet. You got off the. You got off the bus at Grand Central Station. <laughs> I was at Ellis Island, right, yeah. changing my last name, uh-huh. and I, was, I see I this out German out looking,
3: broad. I was out there looking for a husband. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> yeah. Just waiting for someone to come off. And movie. I, saw, <laughs> you're
4: waiting for a foreign rube. <laughs> <laughs> I take my suspenders and my apples. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I,
3: I can. I can hoodwink this guy.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was hoodwinked. Uh, we... um,
3: it's 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 good, you know. I mean, pros
4: and cons, pros and cons.
3: Yeah, LA is definitely an easier place to live than New York. Um, and we're old and boring now, so why not come here? Do, Carol, did mm-hmm. you you worked
1: at the Onion even before they were based in New York, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So you came out from the Middle West,
3: yeah, with the Onion, right?
1: But you were excited to come out to New York because it's the land of opportunity.
3: Uh, exactly. I was. I heard the. Streets were paved with gold, and right. I, I, I'm going to get some of that gold.
4: No, but uh, didn't you guys practically demand it? Like, Yeah, <laughs> we did.
3: We, we basically, you know, we... Uh, we all came to The Onion um, when we were in college and then we were there and we were still living in the the, the place where we went to college. And we, we loved working for The Onion, but then we didn't want to be in that city anymore where, uh, y- you know, we just kept getting older and everyone else in the city just, you know, was always like 21 and under. So we said, please, can we move to New York and we will try to, you know make the company more money by being in New York, uh, you know, so. It was the they same
1: agreed. thing with me and Jordan in Santa Cruz. We finally left, although recently the owner of Jordan, Jesse Go has announced plans. Mark, to move the whole, <laughs> Mark Cuban. Move the whole staff back to Pacific Avenue yeah. in Santa Cruz. Oh. Yeah, go it's but it's go. like a cost thing. I don't understand. Uh, is this,
3: is this a, an analogy to the onion? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both um, good
4: schools, both good schools. Yeah. Now did when you guys went to Santa Cruz, was there did they still have the co- weird grading system where it's like you're you're cool or you're not cool some I kind of thing? I was days. I think
2: it's I was cool I was the day. last class to get the option of grading or pass fail. Yeah. Right. I think now narrative. they just do grades. It was a
1: narrative evaluation. Sure. So when you got a pass fail, when you took a pass fail class, what you got was essentially a description, a written description, a couple of paragraphs of how, how you did in the, Class. And but I mean, also, was...
2: they had a very broad description of narrative, too. So it could be anything. It could have been a collage based on right. how you did. It right. could have right. been a short <laughs> film.
4: Sure. Maybe a decoupage? Yeah. You, you or a decoupage. dance. You're if you were trying
2: know. to get into like a grad school, your professor would have to go before the board and do the interpretive dance based right. on right. how you did.
1: Yeah. Ultimately, the problem was graduate schools were having problems, especially like engineering science graduate schools. And so all of the graduate all of the sort of like sciencey stuff, which was actually the stuff that UCSC was best at, all of that sciencey stuff, the, all of the professors just started giving narrative evaluations in quotes where they would just say, He did a project and it was excellent, which meant A. <laughs> and then he took a test and he did very good, which meant B. <laughs> like there was literally excellent was A, very good was B, mm-hmm. good was C, uh, satisfactory was D, or something like that. And uh then they were like, "Well, why are we still doing this?" <laughs> right.
4: Yeah, it just seems like it's was a waste of the professors' time. Right. They 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 figured out a shorthand right. for it, and then the rest of the country, world has a shorthand for it called A B C. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, I think there was a time, but in- I still have the like the dream catcher my comparative
1: lit teacher made for me, and <laughs> but right in the <laughs> middle it says B plus. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, um, I actually had a UC Santa Cruz-related incident the other day. Mm-hmm. You stepped on a banana slug. I did. <laughs> you got I,
2: totally baked.
1: I was, in, <laughs> I was invited to host uh, some sort of alumni event here in Los Angeles, which I'm ill-qualified to do. I think if you're here's – a, here's a good rule of thumb when inviting people to host things uh, like charity galas or whatever. Ask yourself the question, does this person have an act? And if the answer is no, don't invite that person. Right, right. Because otherwise, you're asking them to create an act for the purposes of hosting a thing. But you're an eloquent speaker. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm not going to be able to extemporaneously.
4: What's that mean? Weave
1: a yarn (laughs) on the subject of. You do realize that
3: this is what happens every time you ask me to do something. There's no reason for me to be here. (laughs) But but please continue. <laughs> so where I, was
2: the uh, where was the alumni event?
1: You know, some kind of fancy hotel. Okay. You know, it was like a. There was three professors, and each was going to speak about some area of the natural sciences and mm-hmm. something, something, something. Uh, your and wheelhouse. It, it happened to be the same weekend as Max FunCon, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, thank God, I don't have to go. It's the same weekend as Max FunCon. I don't have to worry about whether I should say yes to this yeah. because, on the one hand, I would like to be gracious. And, you know, I while I have no great passion for UC Santa Cruz, I also bear no animus towards
4: it. It's a great place to meet Jordan. Um, <laughs> That's a pretty singular experience. So. <laughs> 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 they, they don't have that on their brochure. It's actually just me. It's reading on the quad <laughs> yeah. and waving.
3: Hey, guys. It's a great place Come to meet, meet, meet me a guy
4: Jordan. Or... <laughs> like Jordan.
1: Yeah. So I, um, I politely declined, said I have another obligation, which was actually true. And then... Literally and they had asked me this on Facebook. Um I guess just they they looked me up on Facebook, some person from the alumni department. Do you think maybe they were like trying to fuck? Oh they were yeah. Oh, okay. did, I, did I mention that part? You didn't, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, there was there's uh three professors, natural sciences. Mm-hmm. I said that part, right? Uh-huh. And I said Gala event fundraising at a fancy hotel. I said that uh-huh. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And then did I say the part about the masks and the fucking?
4: No, see that's the <laughs> no, part. You yeah, didn't, you didn't actually say that. No, I didn't no, 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 mention no, the masks. No. Well,
3: I mean, I feel it was implied. No, I, I didn't. I don't feel he had to. I say I didn't get it. it.
4: I don't think Jordan got it. Um, I got
3: it. I yeah, those masks and fucking.
1: Okay.
4: Hmm. So anyway, like a few weeks later,
1: um, I posted on Twitter, uh, a tweet just because it was sort of marinating in my mind, this sort of odd situation. Where, like, I have warm feelings towards our college radio station, and Santa Cruz was a perfectly decent place to go to college. But I, I posted on Twitter a tweet that said, uh, I'm, I'm starting to feel worried that my college thinks I'm proud I went there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which I mostly... Um, I mostly just posted because I I liked the idea of it as a joke more than because I'm
4: a shit. That's a great right, joke, right. yeah.
1: But my Twitter automatically connects to my Facebook, and it posted on my Facebook. And, like, a couple people, like, clicked like on it or whatever, and then posted little comments about how they're embarrassed of their college or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then just the person who had emailed me before said – uh, uh All you need to do is email me and I will remove you from the list. (laughs)
4: Oh, Oh boy. And the great thing about that school is the administration knew how to take a joke.
2: Yeah. Mm. I was like, oh, man. I think something that that is so different about Twitter and Facebook and just about how a comedian or whatever uses it is that like – I'm also worried that, like, my Twitter pushes to my Facebook and, like, that my aunts won't understand that what I'm talking about is a joke. Right, yeah. right.
3: I've stopped posting my Twitter to my Facebook because I – for that exact reason. Like, I feel mm-hmm. now Facebook is, is for me to, like, communicate with, like, my uncle in Wisconsin. Yeah. And Twitter is, is not,
4: you know. No, and family, like, when the Paula Dean thing was happening, I was – a dumb joke real quick. More like Paula Mean – and her sister's name Paula. And I was like, "What? Back up! That is not yeah, a dumb yeah, joke. That is <laughs> that is biting satire. This is still first five minutes yeah, of the thing s- going. S- oh, sure. <laughs> Slow down, Jonathan Swift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah. the mean was capitalized. Yeah, uh, and Paula and, her, saw
3: it. and, and her, her sister
4: like- Paula was like, "Well, what did I do? Uh, you know, it was just like, well, you know, you can't. You really sure. can't well, win.
3: Let, let, let us explain. A joke is something that, that, <laughs> yeah. you, that you say that you don't actually mean. That you that you uh, you're trying to be funny and make people laugh.
4: And Paula is like the Sweetest gal you're ever gonna yes. meet. I know?
1: think the real question for me is just like, what will my mom and my aunt Deb like <laughs> from my Twitter feed? <laughs> like, my mom is a total wild card. My mom, the only thing <laughs> so I you're can gonna say, I'm, wild
4: cat. Well, I'm so glad. <laughs> <you> just, <laughs> like the only thing, <laughs> the only thing
1: I can be sure that my mom will support is if I post something about our MaxFun colleague, Jasper Red. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jasper Red, the host of The Goose Down, uh, like, she has been Jasper's biggest fan for, like, 15 years. Um, So if there's anything J-Red related, I know that she'll give it a like. Otherwise, (laughs) she might post a query Uh about a joke, which is not how you respond to a joke. (laughs) But that's how moms respond to a joke. (laughs) (laughs) And then one thing I've learned about my aunt is... Like my aunt will post, my Aunt Deb, I really like my Aunt Deb, and she will post, uh, she will post like a, you know, like a, you know, going around the internet web cartoon type Mm -hmm, thing, mm -hmm. you know, that any normal, you know, 65-ish year old woman might post on Facebook.
3: some joke about your boobs reaching down to your knees or something like that. (laughs) Love those. Then sometimes... Sometimes she'll like really surprise me. Like the other day
1: I was uh I was actually in Washington DC for a meeting at, at National Public Radio where my and my aunt lives in Washington DC. So I went to visit her and um I mentioned that she's like, "Oh, who have you had on your show lately?" And I said, "Well, I just had a really great interview with this guy called Terry Crews." And I thought, "I'm going to have to explain who Terry Crews is. I'm going to have to say he's a, he used to be a football player and now he's on a sitcom and" mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And my aunt goes, "I love Terry." <laughs> and I was like, "What? <laughs> my suburban aunt uh-huh. is yeah. all about Terry Cruz. Apparently, she loves Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
3: America loves Brooklyn
1: Nine-Nine.
2: Does it?
3: Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah. Really? I think it. Oh yeah, I think America likes Brooklyn Nine-Nine a lot. She so it's also enough loves
1: to keep it a show. She also loves Jay Leno.
4: See, that's now that's. Now I can see why you think that's so funny about your aunt liking Brooklyn 999.
1: Like, what is the explanation? Like, what is my aunt? Where is my aunt coming from? The other day, I posted about a great interview coming up on my show, something, something, something. And I mentioned that I had interviewed. Oh, I said, we have a great show for next week. It's going to be John Oliver. This will be this week as you hear this show. John Oliver and Arsenio Hall. Great. And uh, she wrote underneath it. Love Arsenio! Exclamation mark. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wait, my aunt loves Arsenio? (laughs) Well, I guess she's so excited to see an interview with El DeBarge.
3: (laughs) What is that about? It's uh, it's on during the day.
4: Oh, this is for your aunt. Uh, Jasper Ed was on Arsenio this week, so you might want to, yeah. There you go. That's that's for your aunt. JR was on Arsenio.
1: Jordan, are you Facebook friends with your your mother's family in Texas and stuff? Yeah,
2: yeah. My... um, and yeah, and I've just had to like, like I one, the, uh, I rarely post anything sincere on the internet. I don't think it's the place for it. <laughs> right. I think it's distasteful to be right. sincere <laughs> on the internet. I agree. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's most my most of my internet output is just jokes, um, and I've had to like just accept that my aunts and cousins will see some jokes about eating pussy <laughs> they're just they're going to see it right. and maybe they won't like it but i see them mm-hmm. once a year if that so right. you know
1: when they don't say anything i find myself looking at it on facebook and thinking like who saw that and what did they make of it <laughs> you know what i
2: mean i did i did post a a a rare sincere Facebook post the other day I got on my birthday this year I got my WGA card in the mail which was a was a great uh, you know a, a goal achieved it came on my birthday Writers mm-hmm. Guild of America so, yeah very uh, great union Gr-
3: great insurance year, great yeah insurance.
2: I'm great looking forward insurance. to that insurance yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely was like, oh, this is like really significant and this is, you know, there's, this is packed with meaning. So why not? It'll be fun. Um, so I, you know, kind of put a picture of the card and just said like, hey, thanks for all the great birthday wishes. This also happened today. Very cool. Uh, it's going to be a great year. And (laughs) my aunt posted like, and I could tell that like she didn't understand what, what that was, you know, but it was just like, um, Hope you're having a great birthday. We're thinking of you over here slash LOL.
4: (laughs) So I'm like, wait, you're not thinking of me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think she got you on that one. Ah, He won't even know. (laughs) We're not thinking of you, asshole. Come on.
2: We're over here in Louisiana doing
1: whatever. It took me managing my Facebook because for a long time I had a policy, which was, If someone's going to take the time to find me on Facebook and add me as a friend, I'm not saying anything on Facebook. I'm not comfortable saying in public anyway, so I'll just say yes. Mm -hmm. And then I stopped doing that because I realized I had, you know, whatever, 2,500 Facebook friends, and of them I knew 50. And uh, so I never saw anything that related to me at all on Facebook. Right. And so then I started – I just when something would show up from someone, well, first I made a list. But, <laughs> then they changed the rules somehow, and it completely invalidated, like, three hours of work on my part. <laughs> um, but I, I started, like, uh, ignoring people that I didn't actually know in real life. So they can see my thing, but I'm not going to find out when their dog had puppies or whatever. And I put a lot of time into that. And so at this point, like – there's my Facebook is actually is actually moderately usable for the first time in years, literally years. But I I I have had uh, a few oldsters um, getting involved in it. One of them is a friend of my dad's from my dad's uh, veterans activism days, my childhood, um, and a uh, guy named Bob. And Bob was always my favorite of my dad's vet friends, although that is a very slim distinction because they mm-hmm. mostly terrified me. Mm-hmm. Um, because they were all getting together to discuss the fact that they were crazy veteran like,
4: alcoholics. Like deer
1: hunter stuff. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is literally what
4: they were getting together to discuss. Yeah, fun stuff. for a kid to be around.
1: <laughs> and um, But Bob was always very genial. Um, and he will... A lot of times he'll post something that's sort of supportive, but also sort of like a guy that would call into to a Pacifica radio station late at night. <laughs> um, like I posted, a, I posted a joke that was I would never delete my pictures, my, uh, my web photos of me and Solange. And I posted a picture of me and Bob Newhart, right? <laughs> and he posted underneath there, one of the only good people in television. <laughs> like, well, number one, has been <laughs> television for right. a while. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know what to do with that because I don't want. Once or twice, I've like removed them, but I don't. I feel like he knows if I remove it, right? Well can you just let, let it why,
3: why do you want to remove it? Yeah,
4: can you just like let it be for the beauty that it is like yeah. like enjoy my dad's friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she has an uncle. Oh,
3: my uncle Roger is she the has best an uncle Roger. Facebook Facebook uncle. He he just he he posts these messages all caps no punctuation. So several, <laughs> uh, several sentences. So he's
4: always yelling at yeah, you. It seems yelling. like he's yelling at you.
2: But he I, he, I wonder about that. Middle-aged person on Facebook in all caps. How does that happen? I don't... Do you think they just think it looks better? Because you have to actively hit caps, right? He's been berated for it. And, like, tell about the history. I can see it accidentally (laughs) happening once, but it seems like that's a kind of... 50, 60 year old I think, is like the all, anyway. I
3: think maybe just the caps lock got, got pushed once. Got pushed it's once just easing out all of like, his yeah, typing. I just, I just, but he's so great because he, he, he just always posts things like, about to go outside and look for the eagle that's in the backyard. I, I'm also putting a few steaks on the grill and having a Kessler and squirt. Can't, yeah. good to be me. Yeah, mm. good to be me. Like he, like he's actually like, <laughs> they fit.
4: found the polyp. Uh oh this isn't good. Uh, yeah, and then he has fans from all over like he has a bunch of fans so wait, like he's
2: looking for an eagle?
4: Is he gonna trap and kill it? They live in the middle the uh, they, middle they of Wisconsin, just live in Wisconsin, so
3: on the flowage, which uh which I don't I don't know exactly what a flowage <laughs> is, but it's some sort of body of water. Um, yeah, and he just, he just like posts the best messages about like heading out to go fishing on the flowage, probably. Pretty sure
1: the flowage is just like a low point right behind a chemical point.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like where the irrigation streams go. It's, you know, it's a, he lives in a pretty little, little house there on the flowage. Uh, American flags everywhere.
3: Right, right. They have an American flag bathroom.
4: Yeah, which if you don't have one you really sh- What part what elements of it? I mean, you wouldn't want an American flag toilet, right? <laughs> I think that's illegal, right? I think.
3: Yeah, yeah. Was there a whole <laughs> Mr. Show
1: about? it. Well, <laughs> Antonin Scalia would personally yeah. hunt you
4: down. Yeah. Uh,
3: literally everything except for the mirror and the toilet is an yeah, American it, yeah. flag pattern.
4: I feel uh, weird. I feel unpatriotic and patriotic going there when I go. Number, you know, it's like it's it would like, be.
1: It would be awesome if the mirror was like you know those kind of like Time, Man of the Year mirrors where it makes you look like you're the Man <laughs> yeah, yeah, of the Year in Time Magazine. Yeah, it's like that only it makes you look like you're in America. Flag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I mean, and that's the dream of every patriotic
4: American to someday become a flag. And yeah,
1: I guess the technology involved in that would just be instead of a mirror, it's a picture of an American.
4: Flag. <laughs> oh, they could do that. They could do that. Oh, they could totally. Yeah. Do oh that. yeah.
1: I think they probably could. Okay, look. All right. Talk, look, we can talk. We can find out more about Uncle Roger in just a minute when we come back on Jordan Jesse Go.
0: Hey Ross
4: Hey Carrie Hey
0: it's me your co-host
4: Oh yeah we have a show don't we We have a show Oh no Ross oh, no, and no, Carrie Ross and
0: Carrie It's about undercover investigations
4: of fringe groups
1: Yeah like the Tony Alamo Ministries cult
4: Yep that's led by a pedophile
1: He's in jail
4: He's in jail Also we became Mormons
3: We became Raelians which is a UFO group
1: That's right We, we... joined the Ordo Templi Orientis
3: Yes the 9-11 Truthers We got cupped We got acupunctured We got Reiki We've
4: pretty much anything that you've heard of and been like, well, that doesn't sound quite right. We've done that.
3: So you don't have to do it. So if you want to hear about this, and you should, then go to MaximumFun.org. <laughs>
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go on Jesse Thorn America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris Boy Detective.
4: Tony. Carol. Camille Kolb.
3: <laughs> that's
1: all they could manage. Tony couldn't even get out his last name.
4: <laughs> Tony Kameen, let's go. Yay!
1: There you go. See, There's that's a little fun. Let's go. Okay. But I don't want to get hotter. Keep, by
5: th-
2: by, by doing sure. that. You should say you should you should sit still and speak as monotonely as possible.
1: Okay. So last week on the program uh, Nick Adams sat in mm-hmm. for you, Jordan, because you were out of town, and I honestly couldn't remember why you were out of town. Yeah. Uh, why were you out of town? I was at a wedding in Marfa, Texas. Oh, it's an art town.
2: It is. Yeah, I get that's a good way to describe it as an art town. Is so, it like a school's town? So or? what you do is you fly into El Paso, if you're getting there from L.A.
1: And do not fly into New York City. <laughs>
4: yeah, definitely don't fly to New York City. I mean, you're yes. just. Oh, the cabbie's going to go. gonna rape you. F- yeah, folks sure.
1: Th- folks there do <laughs> not know what salsa should taste
4: like. <laughs> 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 I get it. I
2: get it. <laughs> uh, so you fly into El Paso. Uh, so I got in. I so I kind of left after work and uh, got into El Paso at like 10 p.m. and rented a car. And Marfa is about three hours away from El Paso. That's like the closest thing. Like the yeah, that's the nearest thing to Marfa. And El Paso,
4: correct me if I'm wrong, is not a great thing. Itself. El Paso.
2: Uh, I don't know. I had some nice barbecue at El Paso on my way back to the airport. So oh, well, that's good. My El Paso experience is positive. Um, there all, are
1: some other things in between. All,
2: all two out. Uh, no, there are no other things in uh, between.
1: deer skulls.
2: Oh, that's true. I mean, there were like literal <laughs> d- signs of death. Vultures on corpses <laughs> <laughs> and tumbleweeds. Like, it was, I take it back. It yeah. sounds great. Yeah, right? <laughs> you should really see these vultures pick these bones. I mean,
4: they're great. Anyway, I, I love those this. guys.
1: Clean as a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> So
3: yeah, so, so you, hubba hubba. If you live there, it's probably a big shot.
2: <laughs> so yeah, so so you just you so you just drive 3 hours and you know, there's there's nothing once you get past you know, the skull. the, the water burgers, the 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 miles and miles of water burgers, there's just nothing. And um, so as I'm as I'm driving I was I was thinking about the notion in my head that i have about aren't hotels open all the time <laughs> <laughs> like i i had booked my hotel room for that night thinking that okay i'm probably going to get in about 1 in the morning so mm-hmm. That's what a hotel is, right? You just walk up and there's someone at the desk and somebody sits there all night and then you get a room.
3: Oh, maybe in Los Angeles.
2: I, right, I know, maybe in Hollywood, California, where, you know, the stars are cavalcading <laughs> to the Oscars. Uh, but yeah, but I just kind of thought to myself like, "Oh, what if like what if that's not the case?"
1: Well, I mean, you would be able to make your way around even if there weren't streetlights from what I understand. Deep Mm -hmm. in the heart of Texas, (laughs) stars at night. (laughs) I knew that was coming.
2: Yeah, hold on. There's a mosquito in here. Anyway, (laughs) as long as you don't mess with Texas. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. As long as you're not messing with it. Um, So yeah. So did you call? So from the road, I and like the the route my phone gave me to Marfa. Have you guys ever seen um? Uh, waiting for Guffman. Yes, and mm-hmm. uh, so the, it's a small town, and they're planning their, you know, bicentennial or sesquicentennial or something like that. And when they're planning it, there's there's this great sign in the background that says parade route, and it's just an arrow that goes over and an arrow that goes down. <laughs> uh, and that's basically what my GPS said: like just drive a hundred miles in this direction, turn right, and then drive a hundred miles in that direction. Right. Um. So I called and no answer at this hotel that I'm supposed to be staying at. And this is like 11 o'clock at night. It's like 11 o'clock at so night. So you're feeling good at this and point. And they gave me this other number to call. And I called that number and it was just somebody's voicemail. Brad or something. And then I left a voicemail. It was the- just like,
1: hey, <laughs> Marfa. Give a message. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's where I'll live.
2: Hi, this Marfa. is this
4: is the Hilton Marfa. If no one's in right now, but here's Brad's number. Yeah, so it's called the, the the hotel. I was saying it was called the
2: Thunderbird, and it's a kind of a boutiquey little, you know, ten room situation.
1: Have, did it have like a theme fortified wine? No.
2: Yeah, I know. I thought it would be. Yeah, grain alcohol. Now that's
1: a good niche. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> well a that's a whole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems like a good news yeah. for a while until the competition moves that's in. What'd you have to worry about? Oh,
4: night train across the yeah. street.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> I think the theme of the hotel was: Do you teach yoga classes in Austin? Where would you like to stay at a hotel for <laughs> the weekend? Like if you were going somewhere. So I I texted a buddy of mine who's going to be at the wedding, and I said, Hey, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if my hotel will be open. Um, what are you guys doing? And they had an Airbnb. So he's like, we're all going to sleep. Here's this address. If your host, hotel's not open, come to this Airbnb. Uh, so I'm driving and I guess something about Marfa is that there is a, oh gosh, uh, it's a company that's famous for making women's shoes. Prada, I want to say. Is what is Prada famous for? Shoes, handbags?
4: Uh, everything. Yeah. They're they're designed. They they're dred- a fashion brand. Dresses to handbags to yeah.
2: Uh, I'm probably getting the brand wrong, but they have just on the way to Marfa, in the middle of nowhere, there is a Prada store. And I don't know if anyone mans it. I think it's just in there for art purposes. Oh, it's not one of
4: those you trust yourself with a checkout.
2: Like, yeah, no, yeah, No one I, mans it. <laughs> just right, yeah, like at CVS, Honor system. at CVS you scan it <laughs> and then it, you put it in the bag. So that's the first thing I like see is that – and it's all lit up and it looks terrifying. I mean I'm sure it's cute and charming in the daytime, but it's just this um, you know, beacon with two shoes in the window. And it's the only thing I've seen for an hour. So that was kind of strange. Um, so I get in. This hotel is – Absolutely closed. There's no one there. You know, it's and the whole place is closed. And uh uh it it is as starless a night as you've seen. It's pitch black, there are no streetlights. I mean this place is you know, it's it's super, super deserted. So the fucking song lied. I know. I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh I'm I'm considering forgetting the Alamo. That's, That's how mad is, I am. Oh boy.
4: That's how mad I am. Maybe there's a class action thing yeah. you could. The stars aren't, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it'll go So it's terrifying and I was listening to um
1: Pretty soon you'll be paying your legislators a full-time wage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, listening to – catching up on Fresh Air episodes and I was listening to this um, – to one of their
4: dudes talk about the um,
2: – you know, one of those dudes that's not Terry Gross. They're staple
1: sure. of dudes. Like a David Bianco, Like a
4: David Bianco. I actually think they don't have any dudes over there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's all <laughs> – yeah, yeah.
4: yeah.
3: It's all gentlemen. Yeah.
4: It's all gentlemen. They
2: were talking about the, like, historical significance of Godzilla – and so they were like as I was driving through this place they were just playing the original score and Godzilla's roar like for you to enjoy <laughs> so it was like bah, 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 bah. it was terrifying <laughs>
0: um
2: so I I put in my buddy's address for this Airbnb and it's on this just like you know Pitch Black Street and I can't see any of the numbers on the houses <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you go to the hotel first? I go to, went to the hotel first. Nothing. You didn't. You didn't. You missed that they part? All black. Like, right?
3: They didn't have right? a sign on the door. Yeah, not, not said, like call, call this Brad. person.
2: No, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I called Brad again, left another message, called again, left another message, didn't know what to do. So I drove there and I, you know, like I'm scared and I guess I'm just like realizing how much I've bought into the like horror movie narrative of... Uh, city folk come to the country and get murdered by rednecks. I'm just looking out for murderous rednecks at every turn. Um... Maybe because I there's a problem. Maybe that's that's that's, uh, that's on me though. It's on you. It's totally on
4: me. Uh, I so bet like, you hid your French water under the seat.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I did not want them to <laughs> see my yeah.
4: pump of yeah. La Croix. Yeah. Budweiser guys, <laughs> hey, just the habit of
3: drinking and driving here. Yeah. Definitely not he sparkling has a, water. Has a fake Budweiser wrap that he puts around. His <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Water. Right,
2: exactly. It's like when a little kid uh, puts a comic book in their Bible <laughs> for church. <laughs> um, and so there's nothing on the street that's lit up, but there's one house where all the lights are on. And I, I'm like, oh, this is this has got to be it, right? Like, they've left the lights on for me. Um, <laughs> my friend's Tom Baudet, I should. <laughs> sure. I'm super bros with Tom Baudet. So I, so I like, and the door's unlocked. So I go to this place that I open the door and I'm standing in this living room. Everything's lit up. Wait, so the lights were on, but you did not check the number. Uh, I looked, I looked everywhere for a number on this house and the ones next to it. There was just nothing. Um, so I'm in this living room and it's filled with toys, like kids' toys, like just everywhere. And I'm like, this,
4: this is wrong. This is it feels wrong.
2: One o'clock in the morning by now? It's one thirty. Yeah.
4: And how long did you spend? Like, should I go in there? I mean, I would have be, I, you know, it,
2: a while. I definitely like sat in the car and like thought about like I'm like, okay, there's got to be another option. Like, this isn't. This did is weird. You yeah, you it knocked worked.
3: on the door. I
2: I or I, you just went in? I just went in. It was okay. unlocked. Okay. Well. Yeah. Um. So I'm just standing in this living room. Every <laughs> single light in this place is on. There's kids' toys. I'm like, oh, I don't think when you rent an Airbnb place, there's, like, kids there. And they definitely don't leave, like, kid mess out. So it's like,
1: this is wrong. I'm going to leave. So I Wait, just... you don't think that there's kids there when you rent <laughs> it? Like, <laughs> yeah. You don't rent it and they, like... It comes they, they, with the, a... Oh, you're <laughs> also going to watch
2: these kids. Yeah. yeah. It comes leave. with a
4: petulant six-year-old. Right,
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> hey, you guys are in town for
2: Bumbershoot. Watch my kids. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a hot tub.
4: Yeah. We've got washer dryer uh so you're standing in so this I'm living room the
2: place. right i'm just standing in this person's living room for two minutes and just looking around for anything i'm like do i yell like do i say hey evan like do i see <laughs> if he'll come in i didn't know what to do so i just left i was just too too terrified so i just left this guy's house and i looked at the house next to it i'm like maybe this is it and there's this huge dog on the porch just this huge mean looking dog so i'm like why well, I- this might be it, but I don't want to deal with this dog. Uh,
1: so I... What's the music sound like at this point? Is yeah. it like...
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And for some reason, the Godzilla soundtrack is still playing on the podcast. <laughs> is this
4: one of those things that's the whole thing? is like, I just slept in my car and this was a vivid dream. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I know. Exactly. I had fallen asleep on the road. I had drifted off. <laughs> I had hit the dumpster behind a Um Yeah, so then I went... Uh, I typed in another hotel on Yelp I called them no answer I just drove out 10 minutes to where it was supposed to be just nothing like like I got to the end point of the Whoa. of the uh of the map and there was just nothing I mean I just it,
4: yeah and how it was, big is Marfa population wise like oh, boy eight really cuz I I've, I've heard of it
1: yeah I it's know a famous artist's colony
2: Yeah so I think I think it is yeah I think it is it's it's this tiny town and there's like – I mean I think artist colony is an exaggeration. There are five artsy things. There's like two galleries, like a guy who makes boots and like the a, a beer garden. There's Maybe There's a
1: community radio station.
2: There's, yeah, it's totally a community radio station. I walked by it. It was like just on their strip. Maybe um,
3: they don't have numbers there. Yeah, Maybe that's I know like the art thing. They just don't have numbers.
2: So yeah, after I after I get there, they're like e- you know, everybody's house is everybody's house.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so I drove back to the house. Oh, the- I thought you meant just even for business transactions. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't
3: have numbers at yeah. all.
1: Yeah. What will you give me for this orange? <laughs> I'd like more of. <laughs>
4: Coin. <laughs> mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually a business. That's how. Yeah. It, yeah, Handful of Washingtons, please. Yeah. So you're scared in an artist community. That's yeah. <sighs>
1: exactly. Because that's where
4: the real shit goes now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right,
1: yeah, But these are rural Texas artists. Sure. They, could, they might be making chainsaw sculptures for all he knows. Yeah. Yeah. They could try and kill me inside of a
2: converted airstream. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. Um. So I just I'm in the middle of this terrifying desert. The hotel isn't there, so I drove back to the dog house next to the house that I had broken into.
4: <laughs> not really. It was open. It's not. It ca- was open. It doesn't yeah, yeah. count as breaking sure. in unless you. But like
2: count. in his Texas, no, so he you, could like it, shoot me. Like yeah, he could have shot. me.
1: you could get
4: yeah. shot. You could get shot, but technically he did not break in. That's true. Sorry, I'm like, on your side. No, of
2: this. thanks, thanks. Yeah, I appreciate okay. that. So, uh, so I got there. I just walked past the scary dog that I was sure was gonna bite me. Didn't bite me. Seems like a nice dog. I just oh this door is unlocked to so this pitch black. You don't like house. to knock very much. I, I get. I get. Why gathered. no knock? Yeah. Why no knock? You know. I the don't bow? know. I think I was just crazy. I think I was like sleep deprived and terrified. I should have. And I should have like called everybody and woken them up. I should have just said, "Hey, I'm sorry to wake you up. I'm having trouble finding it for some reason." I'm like. Can't wake anybody up. I don't know. It was just a weird politeness thing that I couldn't kick. Uh, anyway, so I just went in this house. <laughs> so someone's in your laid house. Laid down on polite. the couch. I just had convinced myself this was it. I laid down on the couch and went to sleep. Uh, you were
3: able to go to sleep having no real idea so, of you wow. right yes, home. None.
2: I was so exhausted. I was just so ex- – and I just, like, covered up with this little blankie. And <laughs> in the morning, that was it. I had picked the right oh. house.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> oh.
2: Good job! Thank you. Good job, Jordan. Oh, also, I got up in the middle of the night and went and peed in their yard too. So I was really <laughs> glad that was the house. Uh, yeah, lovely wedding. Marfa is uh, Marfa is a hoot. It's a kind of a movie version of a small town with a handful of arty things that aren't open because the people open them when they feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, great wedding. Uh, when they said when they took the objections, uh, uh, they asked, "Did anybody object?" A robot came out. A guy dressed like a robot, and the groom fought the robot. That gives you an idea to the vibe of this wedding? Sure. Uh-huh. Funky. Uh, funky it wedding. It was funky. It was a As little funky. As my mom funky. would say. Funky. Exactly. Funky. Real funky. Heartsy. Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. So Marfa. Marfa. a hoot. Anyway. That is a good story. It's an okay I, story. I
1: like that you are far too polite mm-hmm. to call and wake anyone. And yet,
4: insufficiently <laughs> <laughs>
5: To
1: consider the consequences of falling asleep (laughs) in a house (laughs) house.
4: or being discovered standing amongst a bunch of children's toys, you know, at one thirty in the morning because you were were too polite to not. Right.
2: And that was the solution (laughs) all along. I should have just at some point called, apologized profusely for waking them up. But I don't know. I just I thought I could do it. I thought I'm like, I can do this. I've anyway.
3: Well, you did.
2: I did do you it. Did I it. did do it. You did it. I didn't get shot. A dog you didn't bite me. Oh, and that dog is just the neighborhood dog. His name is Tic Tac. Everyone in town knows him. So, yeah.
4: He's riddled with ticks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he did not get it because of his
2: fresh breath. He got it because of his parasites. <laughs> and thanks
1: to the neighborhood kids, more than a few tacks. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, yeah, that's definitely like just like the vibe around there is there are roving neighborhood dogs that everyone puts food out for.
4: Oh, that's just old Tic Tac. He won't harm you much. You don't even have teeth. Stuff He'll like bite you and you. kill you. Yeah. Wait, I guess that's harming you. That's kind of how Austin when I first was starting you know, in comedy ninety two <laughs> and it was Tom Uh people would like just leave the doors open, you know, and people would come, it was, you know, it was lots mid nineties even. Mm-hmm. And it was just that kind of same vibe where people just not didn't even announce when friends would come over and they would just yeah. come on in and stuff. I guess the Texas the Texas thing. I'm sure. Texas. Where art are you community. from, Tony? I'm from Mountain View, California. Heard of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard
1: of Mountain View, California. That's in the San Francisco area. Why don't you in the Google it
4: and see what comes up? Uh, uh, yeah.
1: You uh, should mention that um, Tony Kameen is Sergey Brin, the founder of
4: Google. Yeah, and uh, that's why I'm from Mountain View. Uh, yeah, but basically San Francisco. I would say, as soon as I turned 18, I hightailed it up to San Francisco. And
1: then, how long did you live in San Francisco?
4: Uh, t- most of my adult life until uh, late '90s, I moved t- t- to Los Angeles.
1: Right, because when we first started doing stuff in San Francisco, I feel like you were a fond memory in San Francisco. You were much talked about in San Francisco, but you weren't
3: a legend living there. There was the was Tony Kameen legend?
1: Memorial oh, Pepsi that Machine.
4: When I was yeah, when I first moved to LA, I would come back to the San Francisco because I was house MC at Cobb's Comedy Club and right. You know, Cobb's was was like the best club, and they always had like you know, like Jake Johansson and Kevin really awesome. Prank, prank the Dean, <laughs> Prank the Dean, legendary sketch comedy. Sure. Yes, prank yeah, the dean. I definitely. I, I didn't know Cobbs. you were a part of that uh we yeah we, we did like two shows yeah we did like two or you three did, shows were there. you on yeah. any
1: of the shows that we did at cobs we to me and jim did a couple of shows <laughs> yeah without
4: you and this is the old Cobb's, right uh, yeah, yeah 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 with a semi semi-circle beautiful yeah. little room i was just mm-hmm. talking to emo like that was a great time so i was happy to drive up like once a month to still be the house MC seat because it was such a fun you know compared to stage time in los angeles it it was a dream you know smart audiences so great which club.
3: which emo were you talking to the
4: music genre Emo.
2: <laughs> You're talking to the guys from yeah. Dashboard Confessional.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, I consider myself like a San Francisco comic still, I guess. And
1: then when did why did when and why did you move to New York?
4: Uh we moved with the marijuana logs. We got uh an offer to play off Broadway for a certain amount of time, so we were paid and you know, we had places to live, they paid for everything. Me, Doug Benson, and Arge Barker. We had a theater right in the village, so it was a great time.
3: Right across from uh Sushi, Sushi Samba. Samba!
4: <laughs> what is sushi Sama? Is that where you can get a mango mango roll? It's a. It was like a,
1: a it was Brazilian
3: it, sushi fusion, fusion. It had been featured in Sex
4: and the City, so it was just mm. filled with like Sex and the City type people who drinking
3: cocktails. We were there because they want diametrically they wanted opposed to, to the, the marijuana to crowd. Also, but also these guys would go there every single. We would night. go
4: there because we knew this. We knew, they came to our show and they knew us, so they'd like. We'd, we'd have two shows a night and rush over, and they would hook us with, like, here's some Raspberry Cosmos, <laughs> uh, which were actually delicious, by yeah, the way. They were, right, they were yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Not I like
1: the idea that, that every night at the marijuana logs, the audience came, and they were just like, oh, man, I bet they're right before the show.
4: These guys had like three or four raspberry. Cones. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys drink a lot of cosmos. Were you guys on stage? We used to get that yeah. question all the time. Yeah. Are you guys really Cosmo out when you're up there? Yeah, totally, bro. <laughs> but that was a fun time, and like I said, I met Carol. So His Carol, wife.
1: you just you just went out to you just went out to opening night.
4: No, no. She, uh, we did not meet it at marijuana logs. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, finally you you show a show about Marijuana Logs groupie, <laughs> you know these <laughs> onion kids. I was
3: out there every every day at the door, just <laughs> trying to get you know one of them to notice me, uh, and then finally, um, uh, I yeah. said,
4: "How would you like a raspberry Cosmo?" Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know a guy.
4: Uh, we met at eating it, which was an alternative mm-hmm. show. So yes, uh, I went to see my friend Greg Proops, who was performing, and. Uh she was there drinking with her friend Josho. Mm-hmm. Another guy from south of San Francisco. Yes, uh oh, San, San Carlos or, or San yeah. yeah, San Carlos. The the Ninsula, the Nins we call it. Oh, did you? Mm? You yes. called it the Nins. The Nins. I had
2: to go to I had a while where I would have to go to Mountain View once a year when I worked for Fuel to go to the um Rockstar Mayhem tour. That is a oh, metal, at Shoreline? You, yeah, at Shoreline. You, you yeah. remember that from growing up. Of course, you yeah. remember the every year when the Rockstar yeah. Mayhem tour would come through town. Was
4: fuel in Santa Monica? I guess from some uh, business that said fuel on the side. Yeah, but, it was kind of yeah. near Santa
2: Monica, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we would definitely, for some reason, it was one of those things that like wouldn't come to L.A., so that was like, the closest, like it was a you know a sponsorship obligation to go there, so we would have to go to the Shoreline Amphitheater once a year to... Uh-huh. You know, to see uh Cannibal
4: Corpse sure. and uh Slayer. How those guys doing? How those guys doing? Stay in touch? Great. Mm-hmm. They're doing great. Say hi to Eddie for me.
2: Yeah, I will. Eddie's Eddie's good. I mean the kids are good. I yeah. am,
1: I get really upset when the members of Slayer misinterpret my jokes on Facebook. <laughs>
2: Stuff because
4: they're just they're not in the comedy world, they always think they're them and your aunt, huh? They always think I'm trying to say <laughs> I'm more metal than they are. <laughs> oh boy, you want you want Pussain to work this out between you guys? Yeah, thank okay, you. I'll, I'll you get someone, a mediator yeah. in here. Yeah, Let's we'll get, get, get Brian Possein. on this. Yeah, uh, so any other funny weddings?
2: <laughs> uh, nope, just the one I've got one next weekend. I've wow. got it. I'm going to a lot of this is my third it, wedding this, this year. This
3: is you're, you're that age,
2: I am. Yeah, I, actually, I'm having a second wave of it. I definitely had the like. Late 20s wave. and now Post-collegiate wave. Early 30s wave,
1: I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm star, I've got uh, divorces. Yeah, a couple of divorces. Divorces looming. And are those fun parties to go to? You know, no, that is a fun party. You know why? <laughs> Unlimited raspberry costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing
2: at a wedding? And this is something I've I've been noticing at the past few. It's so amazing how the friends from high school stick out. You can just – you just know who they are. Like they're just this little clump of people looking uncomfortable. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you go to –
4: where did you go to high school?
2: Uh, In Orange County. So. Um, So, yeah, and it seems to be across the board. The high school friends all just have that look on their face.
4: Like social detats?
2: uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess I would be inclined to say, like, maybe they're a little, like, (laughs) sleazier than the rest of the guests. (laughs) And that's not always true. They usually are, but even if they aren't sleazy, they definitely look out of place and maybe, like, they're considering stealing something. Right. (laughs) And I think when I'm someone's high school friend at a wedding, that's what I look like. Right. And when I'm not, I maybe don't
1: <laughs> because the stakes are lower. You haven't seen this person in five years. Sure, yeah, exactly.
2: You so did. you might as well you might as well make go off, go off with some
4: uh, mason jars. Yeah. Yeah. So was, was this inland a little? Was this inland
2: Orange County? Uh, this was a kind of yeah. I mean, city of Orange, uh, the Mission Viejo, okay. so kind of by Laguna Beach.
4: Well, that's pretty nice. Why, uh, I'm surprised that you have such hoodlum friends.
2: <laughs> I mean, uh, there's a there's an Orange County scuzziness that it's mm-hmm, not uh, you. It's pronounced ska. It's exactly. Yes. Again, it's related to Scott music, uh, or was at the time. Uh, so yeah, there's definitely a there's definitely a, a kind of scuzzy dude that lives in Orange County for sure.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I but I think I think this is a universal thing.
2: I think it is too, and I think that yeah, it seems like the high school friends at a wedding just for some reason embody the scuzziness from your hometown
3: scuzzy sc- people everywhere
1: go to high school I went to a wedding of a college friend recently who I hadn't seen in a while it was great to see him great to see our college friends um, but I I did have that feeling like there is there is an opportunity to do things without consequence because all of these adults don't know me all of these uh, current friends don't know me all these coworkers don't know me I could do anything I want right now.
3: And what did you do?
4: Fasten your seatbelts. You ate
3: two shrimp shrimp
1: cocktails. And I I had to leave a little (laughs) bit early to get home to my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, it was pretty out of control.
4: Where did you go to high school, Jesse? I went to School of the Arts in San Francisco. Ooh la la. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm so artistic. Yes, that makes sense. Well, that's a great place to that. That must have been a great experience.
1: It was a great experience. It was a fantastic experience. It was not a strong academic school, not strong academically. I didn't learn
4: anything,
3: funnel, but it was fun. Funnel, funneled mm. you right into Santa Cruz. Yeah, exactly.
4: you probably know some <laughs> show, show tunes, right? It's I don't a know. Real, it's a Santa <laughs> Cruz feeder school. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: like if you're in, if you're in the top twenty percent at, uh, at at my school, then everyone else just goes to City College. <laughs> Off to City College. Except for the talented people. They were also talented people. They would go to talented people places. Okay, look. Look.
4: look it's, let's, getting, let's, let's
1: it's getting too hot in here. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. La,
0: la, 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 la,
1: la, it's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Sponsors this week on the program are good friends at Hulu Plus. Not just Hulu. It's Hulu Plus. You can
2: watch current season episodes of your favorite shows like Family Guy, Parks and Recreation, and The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And you can watch every episode of Community and South Park.
1: You know what? Our friend Carol Cole wrote for the entire last season of Community. I bet you should uh, watch Go an episode and watch that her she wrote. wrote.
2: Right? Please do. Watch yeah. it. What's, what's, It'll be a lot of what's fun. What's one they could boot up? Is there one you should suggest? The,
3: um, penul- the penultimate the one. The penultimate one was okay. the one that I wrote specifically. Go ahead and watch, watch the penultimate.
1: That penultimate episode. Get in on that penultimate episode. Um, now more than ever, there's so much stuff to watch. It works on every kind of system, uh, computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation. Um, and you even get to check out shows that are original to Hulu Plus, like Deadbeat, a comedy about a pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts. It's cheap, $7.99 a month.
2: Go and- to uh, HuluPlus.com slash JJGo. You get two weeks full access completely free.
1: Yeah, so that's huluplus.com slash jjgo, huluplus.com slash jjgo for two free weeks. Double the normal number of free weeks, 100% more at huluplus.com slash jjgo. If you want to sponsor an episode of Jordan, Jesse, go email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron to share your message with all of our listeners, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. (laughs) It's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Across from me are Tony Kameen and Carol Kolb, who aren't just guests on Jordan, Jesse, Go. They're also going to be guests on BoatParty.biz, the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival.
3: That- Yay! I hope it's as fun as that one movie about 10 years ago where Horatio Sands goes on a cruise, but he finds out it's all full of gay people.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. And worst of all, one of the gay people is Cuba <laughs> Gooding Jr. Oh, yeah, I,
3: I didn't, had-
4: I had no idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> he was. He thought he was going on a Snow Dogs theme tour. <laughs> oh, boy. I got to re-rent that. I got one aunt who loves the movie Snow Dogs. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a different aunt, but snow if that dogs. is true. She really <laughs> genuinely loves Snow Dogs.
3: Watches it like once a week?
1: She watches Snow Dogs a lot. You have weird ants. about Snow Dogs. That's a really good point.
3: <laughs> you know, whether your ants
1: are normal <laughs> or weird, you're going to enjoy a trip to the Caribbean with the, your friends from MaximumFun.org. Tony, you're going to be doing some stand-up comedy jokes. Yep. Carol, you're going to be teaching some kind of class or something. <laughs> Who knows? We got a special room on the on the ship. We have uh we have a special room for hanging out and doing stuff, and a special room for like lectures and stuff. We get to use the business center. So Carol, you're going to be in there, you know, teaching people how to write a joke or just something. chatting with people about uh you know life. Yeah, just life. Meaning and, of life. Yeah, and just like you know whatever.
4: Meaning of wife.
3: What? I was saying that perhaps we should do our. Um,
4: I was. We were going to do our love, laughing and loving.
3: How to how to add humor to your relationship. And
4: maybe somehow. we could ask Moshe and uh, Natasha if if they're still together. Yeah. Uh Knock on y- wood. You know, a, a, a newer couple, yeah. and a, a, you know, a more um, mature couple, we're and a, then we're
3: a veteran. Give couple.
4: A, Give advice. You know, it's like. Oh, hope you like a lot of jokes and snickering. You know, like you know. Right. Just, I think that's a great idea. We'll get them on the honker. That's boat talk. Mm-hmm. And uh no, we had such a great time at the Poconos. That was such a fun it was like living in a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> it really was. It was awesome. Uh so like, it, it, we had such a fun time. That, that was dude, Max
1: Funcon East a few yes, years ago.
4: Yes, yeah. And I, that t- was,
3: I took on a young boy and I mentored him. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> you guys had your dog, Dummy, with you. Yes, right. we did. But Dummy can't come on the ship. Where's Dummy? No. She's got a little life raft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dummies could probably, there's no shortage of dummy sitters, I'll tell you that.
1: Dummy is be
3: beloved. Yeah.
4: yeah I, I bet Dummy
1: is beloved. Well, listen, uh, you can go to BoatParty.biz to get your tickets, but get them now because they're about to go up in price. That is a warning to you. That is my warning to you, everyone. I
3: think it's going to be so great. Did you guys buy your tickets? At- I would. <laughs> yeah. I would want to pay more. Right? Uh, yeah.
4: It's a great lineup, and I. It's going to be so fun that I wish I didn't have to do shows because I want to see all these shows. Like it's. A, it's. A, you did a great job. The lineup is amazing.
1: You know that you can watch the show while you're not on stage. And it wrecks right. it for me. Right, okay. <laughs> it wrecks it for me. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, you know, it is a great lineup. Greg Barrett, Morgan Murphy, Kamau Bell, Natasha Leggero, Chris Fairbanks, Kyle Kinane, Moshe Kasher, Karen Colgariff, Guy Branham, and of course the great Tony Kameen, plus an awesome music lineup. All the info is online at boatparty.biz. The important thing is, though, do it now because those prices are about to go up.
4: Yeah, and you, you can't lose, you know. Then you go to the Bahamas and you swim around with a horse and uh, John Hodgman. You got it. That was a great picture, by the way. Thank you. It looks, it does look fake. It is a real picture. We do have a picture. If you look
1: in the Facebook group for BowPartyBiz, you will see a picture that somebody from the shore took of Hodgman floating in the water with a couple of other folks chatting. Uh, and in front of them is a horse riding through the water with uh, uh, like a a mus a well muscled African American gentleman <laughs> or ba- Bahamanian
4: gentleman. it looks like an Old Spice commercial.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, he looks he, like Terry Crews. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like yeah. cut. He's like cut and not wearing a shirt, wow. riding a horse through the waves. That's the kind of shit you can expect to see.
4: That's okay. where I'm going. Ooh la la, that we'll guy be, is cut. <laughs> we'll be back in <laughs> just a second
1: on Jordan Jessica. Love you, love you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Carol Kolb, uh, person, right? Tony
4: Kolb, comedian. Carol Tony.
3: Tony.
4: Kameen. Kameen.
1: Have you guys ever thought about. Guys, that was smooth as. (laughs) Have you guys ever thought about putting together like a song and dance act, like a double thing? Uh, Have
4: we?
3: You bet. Tony, (laughs) go.
4: (laughs) I did the dishes today. What do you say? (laughs) Oh, there's trouble, but we'll work it out eventually. Yeah! Frenching! Frenching! Frenching!
3: Frenching! I, I like to do it.
2: <laughs> it is fun to French. I think we can all agree.
4: That's not what she's talking about. Was, it, now, was,
1: was humor in relationships what you guys taught a class about at Maxon Con East at the Pokemon?
3: We didn't you know, do it. No, we talked, talked about, about it, doing it but then
4: le- I think the last minute you got busy and said, I'll just teach satire writing. I mean, work. I mean, we're... I'm curious, I mean, like, did you
2: have, like, a little, you know, outline, or did you have some talking points? I know it wasn't a fully fleshed out thing, but, I mean, do you have any tips for humor in relationships
3: now? <sighs> Keep go laughing. And, Keep go laughing. Go on the boat tour, and then you can see. <laughs> yeah. It. We're going to give them out now for no, free. But there's just
4: one simple trick for it that you'll find on the boat <laughs> tour.
3: No! <laughs>
1: oh, it's human clickbait.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's how I married her. She's clickbait. That sounds dirty. Oh, this chick's real clickbait. Check out her clickbait. Uh, <laughs> I hear she's got. No, we gotta amazing. do like a John Gray. We could do like a John. What's it? And yeah. what was the woman? Men men was, are
1: from Mars. Women are from yeah, Venus? we'll do like sure. a thing like that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'm for it.
4: Yeah, let's call Moshe and uh, mm-hmm. Tasha see if they want in on it.
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. Let's make it happen. Okay, look. Those of you who are going, who've already bought your tickets, who's
4: not going?
3: I think everyone's turkeys. going. Hmm.
4: Turkey. Come on, keep it clean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> None of your racial slurs. That was
3: funny. Then They're that called was Turks. When that was <laughs> the meanest
1: word to be called Turks. Oh, great! Now the Armenians. <laughs> are oh now. boy. <laughs> um, uh, when something momentous happens, like buying tickets to go on the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival, uh, we ask that you call us at 206 4 four four F U N and let us know about it for our segment Momentous Occasions. Let's hear our first momentous occasion for this week.
5: Hi, Jordan Jesse, Impossible Guest. This is Jessica from Massachusetts. Uh, so last night me and some friends went to a karaoke bar, which is pretty normal for us. Um, to set up a scene. The karaoke <laughs> bar was, you know, dark, the lights were up, but there's so many stage lights, pretty well illuminated, especially where we were sitting. So we're all you know, drinking, something what have you, and I look over at the table next to us. And I realize this gentleman, who is with another lady, is fingering the other girl next to him, pretty obviously. Um, the girl is then trying to subtly shift and let him get better access, and then she's trying to rock back and forth. Now, I'm not a voyeur, but I couldn't help but watch, because this is literally happening about two feet in front of me, and that's all I can see if I look in that general direction. Um, I then watched her achieve orgasm and saw her face, so that was lovely. Um, and probably it's the second time I've seen someone finger someone at karaoke, so it really wasn't that um, not normal for me. Um, the worst part, though was at the end of the night, they get up to leave, and this gentleman in question walks over to our table and says, you know, you guys are great singers, and have a good night, and then goes out and... Shakes my hand, and it was the hand that had just been up this girl's. Yeah, so it was a uh, pretty, pretty horrible. Immediately had to go wash and cure all my hands like in crazy. Well, anyways, thanks. Have a good day.
2: Gee, this broad sure is uptight about vaginal juices, huh?
5: <laughs> is it? Is it hot in his
3: boots?
2: Yeah.
4: Ooh. What were they singing? Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> Can she give out
3: the Someone
1: name of Someone ironically that...
4: doing Humpty Dance? Turn out the lights. <laughs> this is the second time she's witnessed this. Yeah. she's. Where's she going? For well, karaoke's going pretty karaoke sleazy. Is pretty normal for her, so. Yeah. Fingering and singering. I mean, what's the, what's, oh, what's the name yeah. of this place, huh?
1: Yeah. Why is she trying to clarify that going to karaoke <laughs> is pretty normal for her? <laughs> is she living in like a... In, like, rising sun-era America, <laughs> when like, we were worried that the Japanese were buying up all our
4: buildings. It's still, ha- still happening. You laugh, but it's still happening.
1: Yeah, it's true. They're really powerful. No, oh, they,
4: they, uh, do you guys give advice to her now, or do you... Oh, we <laughs> just kind of... We just, just, just complain and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: We just kind of let that
4: Marinate, let it, uh, let it sink in. Well, if she comes on the boat cruise, I'll finger my wife two feet from her too. How about wow. that? Wow. That's really and that's cool. a promise. Yeah, yeah that's a that's. I would have loved it if the
2: guy would have come over and instead of shaking hands, just like taking his two fingers and like put it under her nose. You know that move? You know the old smell my fingers move. <laughs> yeah, the,
3: the stinky pinky. Yeah, she kept referring. Like, hey, to you, and, can, hey uh, you
2: guys, you guys were great. Uh, I loved, uh, I loved your uh, Robert Plant. Uh huh. Also smelled like fingers. Bet, yeah. I bet
3: when he shook her hand, he ejaculated. Like that's his thing. <laughs> oh yeah. He likes to go. So for him, shake the hand. Yeah. it's a 2 tier
2: like experience. Like a reverse voyeurism, yeah. maybe. Or... Public digital insertion. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Step two: shaking the hand of a stranger <laughs> yeah. and getting the juices on their hand. Step
4: three: "Hello, baby" by the Big <sighs> Bopper Has to be
0: that
4: <laughs> But also, she kept saying, "and, and this gentleman." Uh, I thought well, that was very giving of her, keep, you know, unless he was as you know, I'm like, he fingered her, but his pinky was out just, you know, while he was doing Sure, it. yeah, he had a... He, had he a, has manners, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah, he was fingering her with one hand and reading The New Yorker with the other. Uh, pardon me, bro,
1: <laughs> I couldn't help but enjoy your singing, <laughs> as I was manually stimulating a guest yeah. of mine. <laughs>
2: You'll certainly join us at the polo grounds next Sunday.
4: For mint <laughs> juleps and, and, a, and a, <laughs> some <laughs> digital entertainment. And a yes. pinky up the arm. <laughs> <laughs> they could have that, right? That's like uh, you could be very civil, yet no, perverted. There's
2: no reason that a public finger blast has to be... Oh, uh, When you either. call it a finger blast, you degrade it. No, you're right.
1: I'm sorry. I found out a great party fact, by the way. Um, speaking of things that go down at the polo grounds... Good. Um, if I could just class this up a little bit uh, I, as I mentioned earlier I recently interviewed Arsenio Haw he told without self-consciousness a story about being at uh, billionaire Ron Burkle's house famous uh, Democratic fundraiser Ron Burkle uh, hanging, having dinner with Michael Jackson and Diddy and Diddy stood up and said that Arsenio should get his show back it was a few years ago and uh, Arsenio said, oh, you know, it's not that simple. And Diddy said, I think you're scared. And Diddy, and Arsenio said, no, well, no, it's a complicated thing. And Diddy said, you're scared. I challenge you. And I said to Arsenio, Arsenio, like, does Diddy, is this a thing that Diddy does at other people's houses? Just stand up and make pronouncements at the dinner table? And he said, well, Diddy was the host of the party, even though it was at Ron Burkle's house. And when Diddy hosts a party, he always has a microphone.
4: Even in the bathroom, wow. does, he, does he remember to click it off? We all know that. The right? classic yeah.
2: scene from the Naked Gun. Yeah, where he leaves his mic uh, on in the bathroom,
4: or uh, facing the crowd. Do you think mm-hmm. his whole thing
1: yeah. is like if he hears a good conversation going, he goes in and throws in some ad libs <laughs> like uh-huh,
4: uh-huh, "uh mm, huh, uh huh, uh huh," or maybe does like a Benson interruption thing, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great. That's so awesome. I bet it's a nice microphone, probably like white or gold. Yeah, I bet it says Diddy and Diamonds. Yeah. It's like, look at this guy, enjoying the shrimp. And in this case, it worked. Like Arsenio. Yeah. <laughs> Ar- yeah, Ar- I mean, he did did he his show get,
0: back.
1: He gets results. Yeah, Denny makes it happen. Let's take another
3: call. Jesse
5: Cole, this is Carl. I am currently driving Zamboni, uh, and I thought you would like to know that is, I guess, my moment
3: did he Goodbye. He's currently
5: what? Oh, oh! Driving, driving a Zamboni. Zamboni!
3: Oh!
1: Driving a uh, Zamboni. Zamboni! That's a great moment. this that occasion. Yes. Everybody!
3: Everybody um,
2: at the skating rink. He
4: was or? probably at a party at Diddy's house, right? And said, "You know what? I always wanted to drive a Zamboni, but I don't know. You like can take better of, care yeah, of your ice rink. Yeah. You can do it. Like you're scared. <laughs> you're, you're scared." scared. And now he's doing it. He's just scared. out on there. I have never driven a Zamboni, anybody? No, me no, either. I would love I, to.
3: Never have I ever driven a Zamboni. Can you just uh, get drink, on
2: it? Drink, drink, Do you have to be certified? I wonder. I wonder if it's a class of driver's license. What do you have mean? To have. If
1: you ask me, you've got to be certifiable. <laughs> oh, <to a> boy. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be, but it, it doesn't helps, hurt. It
0: helps.
2: <laughs> 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 Whoa. I think oh. what I think they should do is like for, you know, they'll have like uh couple skate or something like that at uh, at the ice rink. Uh, This guy should put on Jordan Jesse Go, and that's the signal for couple skate. Yeah. And they can get out there on the ice. Because it's so romantic. And then try to
4: listen to your show. Yeah. And then they
2: can start to French. (laughs) Like this. Yeah, French, 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 French. 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 And then, uh, I don't know, maybe they could try to slide
4: a finger in.
1: Yeah. (laughs) See how it goes. Yeah. How good at ice skating are you guys?
4: I'm zero. She's...
3: (laughs) One. Uh, I've tried. I've gone to like Rockefeller Center with my friend and skated around in, in a circle a few times. Um, Are you
1: originally from a non-skating area? Well, no. I'm
3: from a skating area, I should be able to skate. Middle Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh,
1: you, that should be skating country.
3: I never owned skates though. Oh God!
4: Here's my tiny
1: violin.
3: I don't think in in my hometown they would just take this one parking lot that was near the park and they would just spray it down (laughs) until it had like a thin layer of ice. So you had to, and they didn't rent skates. You had to bring your own skates in order to Ah, skate on it.
2: Could you just slide around
1: in your socks?
3: Um... I did slide around on my shoes. Okay. It
1: was basically like the winter equivalent of a slip and slide or crocodile right. mile.
4: I like right. the sock sliding idea. That sounds yeah. like that would be fun. It um, would be
3: very cold. It's yeah. ice.
4: And you could probably get your foot chopped off by
2: someone skating by right. you. How
1: about you, Jordan?
2: I've I skated a couple times. I could safely go around the
1: thing. Can you go backwards? No, Ice skating? I cannot go backwards. And you, Jesse, skater? I, uh, I can't go backwards. I'm perfectly decent at going forwards, but it's been a long time. I would like... To learn how to roller disco.
3: Oh, I can roller skate. I'm pretty good at roller skating. She's got her skates. I can. I do have some skates in the. There is a place.
2: There's a place. I think I've talked about this on the show before, but there is a place in. Oh gosh, I forget. I forget what the area of town is. It's super like if you go super south on like um, Normandy or something like that.
4: yeah, Compton has a real good ice skating. Rink. There's
2: a yeah, there's a roller skating place, and I went with some friends once on over fifty night. It's yeah. not specifically over oh. fifty, but they encourage people who are over fifty to go, and it is fucking amazing. Like these are people great. who just did it in the seventies, and they're in their fifties, and they wear amazing outfits, and they just fucking roller disco. Well,
3: you call me, and we're gonna go.
2: Yeah, it's it's a it's a sight to behold. I definitely support anybody who wants to start roller discoing late in life.
1: We got any more calls, Colin? let's take one more.
5: Hey Jordan, Jesse, esteemed guest. Um, Funny story, it's not very momentous but I was just listening to the Indoor Kids podcast and Jordan was the guest and for some reason he very loudly says vagina and I'm playing my ex, you know, NBA 2K14 and the referee gives me a technical foul for using bad language, so thanks a lot, Jordan. Uh, have a good one.
1: Was it technical one or technical two? <laughs>
3: that's a real v- is it, wait, is, vagina theme on yeah. 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 It's actually I'm gonna say that doesn't
2: sound like me. It's probably another episode. Probably a different guest, I would guess. Is this a thing where is this a thing where he was listening and he's like playing with his Kinect and the Kinect heard it?
1: Jordan, you would never say vagina, yeah, why would I? You would never say finger bang, no, no, you're, a,
2: you're a except cr- for the times I have said it.
1: you're like uh, uh you're like uh what's that <laughs> crooner called <laughs> A
4: cro- Bing cro- <laughs> Crosby, ben Crosby, Crosby. <laughs> you're like
1: Bing Crosby if your that? kids <laughs> if your kids had premarital <laughs> sex, you would kick them out of the family,
4: sure. Or there's another career called Dean Martin. So that's maybe that's no probably yourself. the opposite.
3: There's no reason to work. Bill I, L- Crosby
1: said that. He did? He did.
4: Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. He was, he was real apparently real. not a not a nice dad. Hold no. on. Let's, yeah. If somebody else is
2: listening to this while they're playing the connect, let's just ruin their game. Xbox off. <laughs> Xbox off. Play pornos. Play all pornos on Xbox. Not
1: yet. Vagina. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica.
2: Delete all
1: Titanfall
0: files. <laughs>
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris Boy, Detective.
4: <sighs> Carol Kolb, guest. Tony Kameen, guest two Press That's, one. It has been a delight to have you on the program.
3: Well, thank you.
4: It's been fun just coming over, dipping our feet in this pool you have set up for us and uh just catching up with you guys.
1: It's always it's always fun to catch up with you guys. Um you know. Carol, I imagine you'll be writing on a new television program soon. I hope so. Fingers
4: crossed. Yeah,
3: you
1: and don't
4: want to don't want to have to leave Burbank. No. nope, Nope. Like
1: we just
3: bu- so beautiful there. We
4: just bought a pergola.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we can't leave. We're putting up. Per- we're putting up pergolas.
4: What's a pergola now? A pergola is uh, a, like a pump shady terrace. Hmm. <laughs> oh, it's, a shady terrace. It's
3: like a. It's it's bigger than a gazebo Wood without sides slats.
4: So oh. you might know him as Arbers. Hmm.
1: Sure, from but the famous day.
4: From the from the famous day. Yeah, <laughs> right. Which we why don't they get do they, off. That's they bullshit. Give free Arbers, <laughs> yeah. right. Uh
1: Tony, where where are you? Are you got any big road gigs coming up?
4: I do. I do. I'll be uh in San Francisco at Cobb's Comedy Club. I think uh in 2 weeks and then Den- a comedy works in Denver, which is a great club. So I got two That's an- two great places to see one great comedian. And then Las Vegas. Hey. He's not you're no, not Las going to Vegas. Las Vegas. No, I am, but you are you know,
1: but you don't know when. Yeah, I you don't want way. people to come.
4: You think
2: they
1: should stay away? No, they
4: should,
2: they should. They, I, would and they, I would just love it if
4: I would love it if they did come. But no, just
2: um,
3: stay and gamble. Just just stay. So don't would you leave say the they, yeah.
2: they should say see you instead of Chris Angel?
4: No, okay, go yeah. see Chris Angel. Yeah, definitely see Chris <laughs> Angel. <laughs> that's that's puts a lot of uh, pressure on. Like, wow, it's Tony Camino or Chris Angel. Uh, I want to go see Share. I bet that would be fun. You know what? Her ads now don't even say Share. We were we were at, we were at uh, in Portland. It's they just it's just her face and i couldn't tell it was that wow. lady you know i was like that's that's ballsy when you don't even just have your name just picture
1: what do you think it costs to go see share costs uh, 200 bucks
4: i bet you could get in for a hundred for a crappy seat but you wouldn't want a decent seat i guess you but you would want to take in the whole spectacle you so you wouldn't wanna... want
1: but you would want to also be in the midst of the homosexual frenzy
4: that's the, so whole, that's the whole plan. Not, that's <laughs> you the, could feel it course through I think there. even in the concession stand, there's going to be some of that. Right. Uh, I, I bet Cher puts on a heck of a show. No shit. That's why I want to go see Cher. Oh, I'm I, not joking. I think it would be really awesome. But I don't get Cher mad at me. Cool. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, share and kiss would be a dream bill to me. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> That would be a good show because you know the audience would swap out like towards the front of the stage and, towards, okay, and then at the yeah, end everyone would just be Frenching. <laughs> no, they, everyone they do, uh, uh, I, uh they, they do that the one kiss disco song at the end. Gay guys would grab the fifty-year-old. Oh, and they used dance. to date. <laughs> they used to date Gene Simmons and share. No, they did yes, they, they did. did. Hmm. I mean, I think they did. It makes sense to me.
1: Well, I remember um, I, one time I went to see a show that was uh, Black Star Ozo Motley and Michelle Inde Cello, And uh, it was like a it was like a, a, a perfect Santa Cruz rotation between <laughs> white rap fans and then rotated hippies and then <laughs> rotated lesbians in combat boots. <laughs> <laughs> like bonk, bonk, bonk. Like for three completely sympathetic wow. musical yeah. artists. Mm-hmm. Like three artists who really are on the same page. Completely different people in the front of the show.
4: So Santa Cruz, bro. Yeah, it was absolutely it was gorgeous. Oh, well, you guys say bra now, right over there in Santa Cruz? So. Bra, yeah. I was yeah. saying bra.
1: Be- maybe they're B- just Midler. saying. Maybe they're just saying bur. I also want to go see Bette Midler. That would be also fun,
4: right? Yeah. I, Do You want to tell something? But that's <laughs> less.
1: But that would be less of a thing. Like I would want to go see Bette Midler. I more want to go see Bette Midler in a showroom, and then Cher probably has more scale. Cher. Yeah, more props.
2: More right? pyrotechnic. I th- yeah. Uh, Bette Midler,
1: you want to get up close so you can laugh when she says something catty.
2: Yeah. Okay. yeah. Huh. Some, yeah. some sassy
1: stuff. Yeah. I'm Bette Midler.
2: I'm the, a really
1: cool lady. Hey,
2: you. Yeah. You. Hey, you're a good looking young man. You want to yeah. finger blast me in a karaoke <laughs> bar? Hey. And then she's right into a number. If I could
1: turn <laughs> back
2: time, I know that's a share song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that my new answer when somebody says like, who would be your dream guest on Jordan Jesse Go is mm-hmm. Bette Midler. Don't you think Vet Miller would be a great Jordan Jesse? Go, it'd be oh, a nice, nice.
4: booking because she was Carson's last guest, so I think oh, it would yeah. be nice.
1: She also would be an ideal partner for our business venture. Which one? Our bar,
2: Dorothy's. <laughs> oh, the yeah, the uh, old-time gay bar. Sure, yeah. I mean, I'm if in, if guys. The, I'm in, fellas. If we get the Middler seal of approval, that place would. Dorothy uh, and would I be are a,
1: opening a, a contemporary version of a pre-Stonewall gay bar. So, like, you have to dress nice. And you can do anything you want behind a
4: newspaper. (laughs) And when the cops come in, act real cool. Yeah. (laughs) You don't want to start stuff. Don't suck their dicks, (laughs) even
2: if you want to. (laughs) Oh, man. That's
4: a great idea, you guys, Dorothys. I'm in. I'm in. All owned by straight guys. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, the 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 world's (laughs) first gay bar owned by straight guys. Um,
1: Maybe not the world's first. Our board this (laughs) week operated by Colin Marshall. Thank you, Colin. Sonny D has taken a job in London mm-hmm. for the next couple of months, so he will continue to be the editor of the program, but he won't be running the board. So, shout out to Sonny D, producer of the program. Sonny D. D. Theme music is "Love You" by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the uh, Light in the Attic Records. Two zero six nine eight four four Fun is our telephone number. JJ Go at maximumfun.org, our email address, and our hashtag. You know, there's been some good JJ Go discussion. Hmm. on the subreddit. Oh, nice. If you search for Maximum Fun subreddit, there's a lot of cool JJ Go stuff. Somebody made something that I... I talked about how embarrassed I would be if somebody uh, had pictures of uh, uh, the sort of uh, leftover holes from when I had earrings when I was in middle and high school. (laughs) And... um, I am surprised by that. Someone made that uh, and posted it on the internet on the subreddit. That's the kind of cool stuff that you're missing. <laughs> Sounds out. really cool. It was cool. It was very cool. Um Jesse okay. had earrings. That's all we gotta say. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go.
5: <laughs> MaximumFun.org.
3: Comedy and culture. Artist-owned.
5: Listener supported.